Hello, Friday in October. Another month halfway right. down. Ha- happy day. I'm saying hello, payday, but you can say hello, Friday, if you'd like. <sighs> I'm going to focus on the Friday part of it, although the payday <laughs> part of it's very, very important. Lots of fun for you today. I want to kick it off with something so weekend, I can't stand it. Sam, you mentioned earlier this week that you use this. Murphy and I have used this a lot at home. The best steak marinade known to man. Did you find this? Because you're the one that brought this up originally. You I found did. it on. You found it. Yeah. You found it and online. I think, and, and I think Jody's bringing it back up for this weekend because last weekend we failed to use the best steak marinade ever mm. not yeah. only did we buy kind of like mediocre steaks but then we bought this oh, like prepackaged yeah. thing and I was now i was wishing we used jody's recipe reminded that this recipe is awesome it's at murphysamandjody.com it's best steak marinade it's soy sauce i'm not going to give you the measurements you can get that but but feel this in your taste buds it's soy sauce olive oil a little bit of lemon juice worcestershire garlic powder dried basil garlic minced garlic Parsley flakes, that's optional. I can do without that. Um, ground white pepper and a little bit of hot pepper sauce. See, I didn't put the basil in there or the uh, parsley. And it still was fine, I right? stuck with the garlic. It's a lot of ingredients, too, isn't it? Yeah, that's what makes it the best steak marinade known to man. And you can leave out anything that doesn't float your boat there. But it is really good, really easy. One of the times that I made it recently, Murphy, that we liked it and it worked, I didn't have every ingredient. But as long as you really have the base of soy sauce and olive oil and those other like couple little things like Wooster, you're right. good. Wooster, sure. It was nice and juicy, too. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. How long did you, you marinate? You to marinate it for a while. Uh, mine, I bought it like on the way home from work and then let stuff. it marinate for about three, uh, three or four hours. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. What kind of what kind of cut of meat did you use? Uh, uh, what do you The New York Strip. Nice. I can remember, it's a, it's a state. Uh... <laughs> New York Strip. Okay, go get it. Best steak marinade recipe of all time for your weekend grilling and for your life. MurphySamAndJody.com. Speaking of the weekend, Murphy, do you realize that it's uh, kind of a big one in our family? No. This Something special. Something special happening for someone in the family this weekend. Tell you about okay. that on the way. Coming up, Sam has music news. Prince's entire catalog is now up for sale, but Murphy, I wow. think it might just be a little bit out of our price range. Out of our price range by a bit? Mm-hmm. Sam's got music news. Prince's Music Vault. The entire vault is now up for sale. No way. Mm-hmm. Wait, 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 wait. What does that mean exactly? Um, the lawyers that are handling the estate, their advisors, say that they're, they don't, and, and this is a weird thing, they don't exactly know everything that's in there yet because it's there's so much they haven't been able to catalog it all yet. Yes. But they, they are shopping it now for as much as $35 million bucks. Oh, oh, oh. Why sell it, though? It, right, it's worth more family. if it remains in the family. Hold on to it, man. Maybe the family's directing him to sell it because they want the money. Don't make this about green. Make it about purple and keep it pure. Now, there's a T-shirt. The thing is, if, if you keep it, the songs still sell. There's yeah. plenty of money coming in. There's you know more I mean? money coming in than if you... That's, that, that's the... Um, Instant gratification versus the investment. Yeah. Right. right? Unless Ugh. there's some like debt or taxes or there could be something like that. Maybe. You know what I mean? Supposedly, the uh, three big record companies are interested of in course. buying it, obviously. Of course. Uh, also, uh, with Prince, Purple Rain's Deluxe Edition. I don't know what that entails. They're looking at releasing that next year. Excellent. And a Greatest Hits collection sometime before the end of this year. I can sing every song on that Purple Rain album. Every mm-hmm. song. Well, if there weren't time constraints, I'd ask you to do it right now. Ah. Uh, <laughs> also, the Backstreet Boys are a little mad at Dan, uh, Donald Trump right now. Who isn't mad at Donald Trump right now? Well, they're mad because he's using this song, I Want It That Way, at some of his campaign stops. 
always this problem. And apparently he's playing it and then playing it again and playing it. It's like repeatedly playing it over and over. And uh, some of the Backstreet Boys, well, they said they can't really do anything about it because if he paid the money to license the song, then he can sure. play it. But they really they don't wish like it. He wouldn't do that because they're right. not Trump. You fans, can ask apparently. all day long, but if he wants to do that, mm-hmm. and he's paid for it. He's going to do it. And uh, did you hear the news about Bob Dylan winning the uh, Nobel Prize? I did. He well, won the problem the, is you couldn't understand his acceptance speech. <laughs> he won the Nobel Prize for uh, Literature for having, this is what they said, created new poetic expressions within the great American song tradition. And this is the first one for an American since like early 90s Yes, it's like something. 93, I think it is. He wins almost a million bucks. He'll go to the award ceremony December 10th with all the other Nobel Prize winners. Unreal. Have some great conversations about physics and economics. Right, that and, they uh, won't understand. <laughs> yeah, this is great. <laughs> so anyway, congrats, congrats. To, uh, to Bob Dylan there. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. Okay, coming up as usual on Friday morning, we kind of have a fun big weekend planned with the family, and Murphy knows nothing about it, so we'll spill it next. All right. Hello, weekend. Been waiting for you. I count Friday as part of the weekend because, you know. You checked out yesterday. I usually please. check out around 2 p.m. on Friday, in my heart anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm still at work often, but I check out. Anyway, Murph, we do have some fun stuff planned this weekend. Like I think, what? as usual, sometimes I'm the one letting him know what we're doing this weekend. <laughs> well, I, look, I know that we're going to a concert this weekend. Yes, with some friends. That's one. That's yep. going to be a lot of fun. We're having dinner, doing a concert, a little night out. Kids and or no kids? No kids this time. And that's what's so different. Our kids are at that spot, ages 15 and 11, where we're going and they're not. And it's okay. They've got their own thing. They're not they don't jealous have to... or wish they were going? No, not this time. No. They're going to be hanging with friends. But there's something else happening, Murph, that you're not a maybe maybe you don't remember, but I just wanted to let you know that Sunday is a very special day. It's my mom's birthday. It's your birthday. <laughs> I, do, I remember that it's your mom's birthday. This Happy is a big birthday. one for her too. Well, we're not going to focus on that. But yes. We're not going to focus on that? No, I, I wouldn't if I were you. <laughs> she's eligible. She's now, now eligible for certain government she's benefits. eligible for a wonderful And discounts on meals. And eligible for us to take her out to dinner on Sunday. Okay? And she, she can be one of the first to board the plane. <laughs> Seriously. I just want you to know, I've asked her to pick a place. She has picked a place. And we're going to take her out to dinner, uh, lunch. We're not doing anything huge because she doesn't want all that. Well, wherever she you go, she's a movie date now. Yeah. Stop it. You'll be able to get that discount. This is not why I brought this up. <laughs> I'm just teasing. You've got to stop it. Anyway, um, I'm going to try to find her something very special. And you're talking about somebody who recently lost everything, you know, lost her home. So it's. There's a million different things I could get her, but mainly let's spend the day with her. Let's take her to when dinner. She picks a restaurant. Does she have like highfalutin taste, or is she just a no middle of the road? No, actually not. Mm-mm. It's very. It's not highfalutin anything. <laughs> you would enjoy this, Sam, but oh, okay. you're not invited. So I'll take a big she Mac. Then. Um, so is it safe to put that many candles on the cake, or should we just do the numbers? <laughs> um, no cake. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Let's take you to the movies. Your family-friendly box office review this weekend and another thriller that's coming along to take on the girl on the train. 
New movies this week. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Family-friendly box office review. All right, we've got a thriller that is threatening to take on The Girl on the Train, and since The Girl on the Train didn't get good reviews, the book was great, FYI. So read the yes, book. Yes, it was, yes. But the movie didn't get lovely reviews. Um, this is... Seems like a very intelligent thriller. It's Ben Affleck, Anna Kendrick, J.K. Simmons, to, Simmons mm-hmm. to name a few. It's called The Accountant. Say you're the head of the Sinaloa cartel. Who can you trust to track your stolen cash? He's capable of coming in cold, uncooking years of books, and getting out alive. Imagine the secret. Ben Affleck plays this guy named Christian, who's a math savant, um, who... Behind the cover of a small-town CPA office, he works as this freelance accountant for some of the world's most dangerous criminal organizations. So the mild-mannered mm-hmm. CPA works for the government? Works No, works for the mafia, basically. Oh. Handling their books, covering mm-hmm. up their money, you understand? Mm-hmm. Cooking very, the books. Cooking the books, right. <laughs> Here you go. Speak the speak, Sam. Sorry. <laughs> Haven't seen Narcos in a while. It's called The Accountant. All right, look mm-hmm. for that one. We also have a stand-up comedy concert that were we able to even get any audio for yeah i got a little bit this kevin hart it's called what's now what What now what now and it's like part stand-up concert Mm -hmm. in the stadium but also part semi-movie to kick it off hand over the money i'm not giving you my money this is going to pay for my global tour he's hysterical not for children since we can't even find one joke that we can share here Mm -mm. filmed live in 2015 in august in front of 53,000 people Mm -hmm. okay and of course he's the highest earning stand-up comedian right now he earns about 87 million a year and he's shooting jumanji with uh the rock right now god he loves working with the rock we also have a sci-fi movie called max steel did you do this to me no max your father gave you these powers I'm just here to show you how to use them. Let's get started. He's a teenager. It's sci-fi based on, well, it began as a line of action figures for Mattel. Yeah, I saw the Mattel logo pop up in the uh, trailer. It's like Mattel. (laughs) Uh, The accountant and Kevin Hart rated R. Max Steele is rated PG-13. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Family-friendly box office review. Coming up next, we're going into the producer's mailbag. Right, Emily? Mary has reached out on our Facebook page and is asking for some help, some advice, specifically on dealing with stress and college. Okay. We love having you along. Join us anytime. You can text or call 877-310-4MSJ. You can also reach out online, murphysamandjody.com and in the mailbag. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, the producer's mailbag. Emily, what do you have? Mary has reached out on Facebook and says, hey, guys. Hey, Mary. Howdy. And it's M-E-R-I for Mary. Mm. Oh, I love that. Nice. I just wanted to send you a message to thank y'all for your show and ask for some advice. I have a long drive to nursing school every Monday through Friday, and I enjoy listening to you guys every morning. Nice. Being a full-time student and driving so far every day is a challenge, but I wouldn't have it any other way. My question is, do you have any advice on how to deal with the stress of school and maintaining a regular life as a busy college student? Wow. Who wants to go first? Well, uh, beer worked for me in college. <laughs> Sam? That maintained the stress real well. <laughs> is, that what, is that what you balanced? <laughs> how about Murphy? Murphy's <clears throat> the manager leader of our group here. Uh, be- yeah, but what's really tricky about that is because, like, education, depending on what you're really going for, if you're taking, like, 18 hours or something really intense to try to speed it up, it's going to be very difficult for you to find that free time. You know, the best advice you I know, can still give, though, is try to take five minutes to start the day with just clearing your head and not thinking about anything mm-hmm. and then diving in. 
You know, my dad, whenever I went into college, you know, your parents push education and studying and all that. But my dad said it is very important to balance your personal life and having fun with your friends and also studying and going to class. It's true. You can't do all of all of one. No, you can't. You will become so drained if you just work all the time. So try not to take too many hours at one time. And that's and, what I and look, one of those That's great. One of those breaks, Jody says that, like, take frequent breaks. Even if you went 15 minutes to go hang out with a friend for a minute or a half hour and then get back to it, mm-hmm. that's better than just, like, locking yourself in a room and studying for 24 hours. Yeah, that's what I say is that absolutely learn to balance it, even if you take 15 minutes at a coffee shop or with friends or whatever you do that you find fun. I think you learn better that way anyway in spurts. But also... Just take a deep breath. You can only handle one thing at a time anyway, Mary. So just tackle one thing at a time. So my idea is out. Well, if you well, want to look, yeah, the nickel beer. beer solution doesn't work every time. <laughs> yeah. Balance with beer sometimes, I guess, if that's what you want to do, Mary. <clears throat> look, thank you for reaching out. We love having you along and hearing from you. Um, be safe. Drive careful. Murphy, Sam and Jody dot com. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Gwen Stefani takes Blake Shelton on a trip mm-hmm. to do something he's never done before. Mm-hmm. We'll take you there next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. We're going to get to Gwen and Blake. Gwen Stefani, Blake Shelton, packing mm-hmm. on the PDA and doing something Blake has never done before. First, John Hamm. I'm living like there's no tomorrow because there isn't one. Ah, of Mad Men yes. and many other projects, but he'll always be Don Draper to me. Um, he's a very private person, and I actually think I that's didn't know that. pretty private. Hmm. And that's part of, for me, the appeal. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know every detail. I don't want to. I like the mystique. You feel me? So what did he do? Um, well, he has... Remember last year he went to rehab when the show wrapped up? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, Mad yeah. Men wrapped up. He went for 30 days and he never really talked about it much, but he did talk about it recently um, and said that it was great for him. And he does weekly sessions now. He goes to therapy every week and mm-hmm. he believes in it because he feels like it's a mental gym. He didn't G-Y-M. <laughs> like oh, okay. Yeah, I was thinking J-E-M. No, not, not, not that kind of gym. Okay. I guess it could be. But no, he means just like you would go to the gym and yeah. work out physically. You go there and you work on yourself. He does it once a week, you know, mentally. Yeah, I understand that. I mean, that's rejuvenates cool every week. Give you a little... Mm. He didn't go into detail about any addiction specifically. He, in fact, he even said it's like really just an extended period of talking about yourself and people go for all, all sorts of reasons. It doesn't have to be chemical. It's a period of time concentrating on recalibrating yourself and he loves it and he's a fan of it. It's almost like it's a commercial for mental health mm-hmm. and going to counseling. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Gwen Stefani took Blake Shelton and her kids to Disneyland. Why don't you go ahead and bring so what's the thing listen you to did? Them, listen to them there sing together. I love it. The deal is, apparently he'd never been there. This is in Anaheim, oh. California. And that's where she grew up. Um, the kids were there. He's holding the two-year-old son. Like, uh-huh. you know, they worked that all out with her ex-husband. With um, and he was wearing a button that said, first time. Because you do that when you go to Disney. Yeah. If you've, or if it's, you I didn't know, know they sold those. Yeah, you can wear them if you're first. You want the people there to know it's your first time there. Uh, do you get extra special treatment from Absolutely, the cast? Absolutely, but how could he tell he's Blake Shelton? Yeah. He probably got extra oh, special well, treatment. Yeah, that's true. She then took him to the house that she grew up in, and she Snapchatted about it. It was really, that's really That's at Disneyland? Cute. Disney, <laughs> no, near there in Anaheim. Okay. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider at 7.55.
Uh, Billy Bush on suspension from the Today Show, but he's not going out or down without a fight. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. And we're going to be flashing back over our favorite things from the week, as we do every Friday. Jody, you're up uh, just after 7 with your Friday favorite. Yeah, super entertaining for everybody on the way. Hey, make sure you subscribe to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast today. You will hear the uh, after the show, the things you don't hear here, including uh, how Murphy embarrassed himself uh in front of his mother. Probably one of the best mom. stories I have heard in a long time. I mean, we were in <laughs> Do tears. Do we have to bring this up? <clears throat> you brought it up, though. Up? A little confessional. Uh, I, I know. It's embarrassing. To the point, actually, it's one that we really couldn't talk about here. But you can get it when you subscribe to the podcast, you know, and catch a little Murphy, Sam, and Jody fun that way. On your schedule when mm-hmm. you want to. Okay. Can we celebrate some for, uh, some favorites now? Oh, it's Jody. It's your turn. Jody's Friday Favorite. I have not dug in yet because I promised someone I'd wait and watch it with them. Maybe, well, maybe Murphy wants to watch it with me too, but the Justin Timberlake concert experience on Netflix debuted this week. I'm surprised you didn't dive in on this one, Jody. Taylor had a ton of homework. You were gone and I was about to. My finger was on select and she knew what I was about to do and she asked me to wait because she had so much homework. Oh, mm-hmm. So I only cried a little bit and then I just, I'm looking forward to it for the weekend but I'm so happy it's on Netflix. Sam, yeah. do you remember how long it's supposed to stay? Did we ever find out the life of it? No. Mm-hmm. I'm Either sure way. it'll be up there a while though. You watched Better it be. though, Sam, didn't you? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to give it all away. In the beginning, they had the part where he gets there and the behind yeah. the stage and you get to meet the whole mm-hmm. Tennessee kids it and the dancers. Great. It was fantastic. I will tell you this though, Jody. <clears throat> Emily? There are some words said. I know oh, yes. Taylor's heard yes. those words before, but it is all the words. I know. It's not just some of the lighter words. He always gets a little racy in concert. He always yeah. did. And there are some motions. Yeah, and yeah. Da- dancing is awesome, yeah. though. Oh, it's so great. I've already seen a lot of the dancing clips, and I'm so enchanted. You will like it. Hey, I know it. And so. we got a text from Darla to 877-310-4675. She says, JT on Netflix, could you possibly love him anymore? Yes. The answer is <laughs> yes. Thank you for the reminder. I even got up and danced. One awesome. happy girl over here. Glad. We're all about reminding about that. I don't know if, if Jody's Friday's fa- if- I don't know if Jody's Friday favorite is about regret now at this point or just something. <laughs> well, to look no, just to this I'm, it's my favorite that it's available because yeah. I can certainly yeah. find time this weekend, maybe even tonight. So. Jody's Friday favorite. Well, Sam, I guess yours will be coming up soon too. Uh, yeah, I'm going to show you something really cool about the movie Mary Poppins. It'll have you looking at it in a whole different light. Coming up next, though, uh, one of our daughters wants to do something again, a big change that's making me very nervous. That's next. Sam, do you remember a couple months back? Ah, can't the, remember yesterday. In the summer when our Phoebe <clears throat> decided to take her super long hair and chop it. Oh, yes. Guess who wants You mean to, our Phoebe? Our Phoebe, Murphy and I, our, our youngest daughter. Guess who wants to do that now? Uh, Jody? No, not me. Oh. <laughs> no. I, I will have long hair as long as I can in my uh, life. Oh, okay. Um, Taylor. Oh, that's nice. A 15-year-old. Um, there's nothing wrong though with shorter hair. It, I mean, it no, would work for Phoebe. Why there's can't nothing she do wrong it? with it. Taylor's always had long hair. Proclaimed that she loves her long hair. Is hers long enough to cut? <laughs> yes, it's just past her shoulders. It's medium longish. Mm-hmm. Um, the deal is though, the picture that she showed me is quite extreme. It's not going halfway there or just going a typical shortcut. It is way short. It's like a pixie. Way no 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 no. No, it's a buzz cut on the side. It's like oh. way different. <clears throat> and so I took a breath 
And it's not that, look, in our house, you get to be who you are. We don't tell you who to be. You get to be who you are. And if you, you know, you stumble and fall along the way and discovering who that is, that's fine, too. You have our 110% support. Yeah, I mean, with, with, within reason, too. You know, right. I mean, we're, we're, there are parameters so that you don't hurt yourself or somebody else. But absolutely, we don't want to squash individuality. We exactly. think it's important. Right? However, I am so the typical mom thing pumps in mm-hmm. with. Are you going to regret this? Because the picture she showed me, I said, okay, well, let's go to, let's go talk to our hairdresser. He's awesome. She showed him the picture and he said, that is extreme. He says, when you get that haircut, you're, you have to commit to it. Yeah. Meaning even when, if you change your mind, there's no growing that out except for nine months from now. Oh. Like it would take that long. It's super, super, super short on the sides. And then there's hair at the top that, mm-hmm. you know, is kind of funky. I almost want to say punkish. You know, yeah, that's and what she'll it like. she'll look good on it. She has a really beautiful face, and if you have a pretty face, you can pull off a short haircut. Right. What's funny to me, Sam, is when the hairdresser is the one who says it's extreme. That's when it gets my attention. <laughs> this was and last. He drops the okay, magazine. Wait, this, was, think this? this was last week, and he said, "Go talk to your mom and dad more about it. Think about it for a week, and if you're still into it, then let's come back and talk about it." So. We agreed to do a lesser version of the extreme, mm-hmm. but tomorrow's the appointment, Murph. Okay. We have the appointment well, she, tomorrow look, morning. What, what I'm really proud of is she's happy with the lesser version, too. It's not, it wasn't, there wasn't fighting. There was option. There was discussion. Right. It wasn't you know, all or nothing. Right, because if you push too hard in the other direction, you never know. Somebody may go cut their hair themselves. You know oh. what I'm saying? So, right, oh. Right. Yeah. No, we're going. So fingers crossed that she loves it as much as she thinks she'll love it. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Got my Friday favorite coming up next. And kids right, are Sam. kids are going to love this one, too. It's about the movie Mary Poppins. There's a secret about the movie that will have you looking at it in a whole new light. We like to take you back to our favorite things that we've discovered this week. Sam, you mm. are up. Sam's Friday favorite. Mine involves Mary Poppins, the movie. It's super califragilistic, <laughs> We have a sequel coming soon. Yes, Starring Emily Blunt. Blunt. Uh, there's some uh, new speculation on a bunch of different Disney blogs about how Mary and Bert, the chimney sweep, Dick Van Dyke, right. kn- know each other and knew each other. They their, obviously did. What oh, their hello, relationship but... was. And this is really... Oh, that's right, because you never really saw that in the movie. Right. What's really cool is when making the movie, P.L. Travers, who wrote the Mary Poppins books, said that uh, she wanted to make sure there was no notion or hint that there was a romantic relationship between the two of them in the right, movie. Right. She wanted to make sure Disney didn't even try to hint that. Well, you know, I there. wondered that when I first, because he's like, oh, Mary. He's obviously like, she's amazing. Here's, he seemed to be a little sweet on her, but, you know, he does admit he does what he likes and he likes what he does. <laughs> <laughs> right? Here, here's the speculation. It's that Mary Poppins, she doesn't, she never ages, that she was his nanny when he was a child. And the song Supercalifragilistic, there's a lyric in there that they said that kind of hints at that. This lyric here. Because I was afraid to speak when I was just a lad. My father gave me nails a tweet and told me I was bad. But then one day I learned a word to say, we ain't a nose. The biggest word you ever heard, and this is how we go. So, supposedly when he was a a lad, somebody taught him the word, and who teaches everybody that word? Mary Poppins. Exactly. Mary Poppins. Poppins. And they even ran this past Emily Blunt since she, she's doing the uh, re- or the re- the sequel, sequel returns, and she says, "Oh, that's just wonderful. I love the." Idea. She didn't hint like, "Oh yeah, I know it's true." She said, "You know, that's a great idea." Well, is there anybody alive who can actually confirm that? You know what I'm saying, or who are really mm-hmm. the original writer, uh, Mary Poppins? It makes sense. It, it makes sense. Now you have to be careful with all this. 
you know, people digging deeper and finding, you know, hidden meanings that aren't necessarily always there, especially with Disney. Well, the thing is, isn't Emily Blunt supposed to play Mary Poppins? Yes. So, obviously, Mary doesn't age. It's true. Because she's coming back to visit the older grown-up Jane and Michael Banks. Exactly. So, she doesn't age, then it could have been, you know, one of the kids she watched. Yeah. Yeah. You're so right. I like that much better than a romantic thing. Thank you very much. Sam's Friday favorite. Well, while we've got all this goodness going, you mind if I squeeze mine in next? This is a real-life thing that happened earlier that mm-hmm. hopefully will make you feel awesome about your Friday. Murphy's Friday favorite coming up? Yes, yes. Time to celebrate more of the things that just tickled us this week. <laughs> Murphy, you're up. Murphy's Friday favorite. Hopefully this will be a little positive, inspiring thing. And I had a late breakfast yesterday. I wish Jody had been with me for this breakfast because you, you would have appreciated this, too. Um, the, the woman who was waiting, I mean, this was at a, I'm not going to say brand names. It was a buffet style restaurant, Sam, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> where most of what you do is, you know, you're serving yourself from serve yourself it, and but, eat like a pig. Yeah. But, mm. <laughs> but you still, you know, as older you, you get, know, the less you do that buffet pig yeah, thing. I know. Well, and I, it's not, I didn't run for seconds, you know, it wasn't anything like that. Welcome to but, grown-upness. Um, <laughs> but there was this sweet lady named Paula who was actually doing the coffee service and all that at the table. Yes. You, know, you still have all of that that yes, you know you that do. you order, even though you're doing the buffet style restaurant. And what she, I don't know, she was just one of these people, Jody, that really stood out at me because it is always possible that somebody that you encounter in that environment can make your day better, even when you don't expect it, just because of their attitude, yeah, just because of their nature and what they do. And she was probably the, one of the most attentive people I've ever run into in a buffet-style setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She went, She asked me if I wanted anything other than water. And, of course, I wanted a V8. And she says, great. Do you want ice? No ice. It's kind of warm. This, that, and the other. And I've never had this happen before. She kept topping the V8 off for me. <laughs> <laughs> I would finish the glass. I'm like, whoa, okay. Well, <laughs> I'll fill up on this. And then when she came for coffee, it's like, do you want the hazelnut? Do you want the vanilla, lot? you know, vanilla right. latte flavor? Or do you just want half and half or whatever? And I'm like, and then that really... All the service part was awesome, but then she says, "She says yes. She says, you know, I love what I do. This is I've done this for sixteen years, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't trade it for anything. Doing nice. my job is something that I love. I'm like, yeah, wow. I just felt inspired at the breakfast table. You know, some people just have a servant's heart, and you don't yeah. even realize it. Maybe, but you do. You're you're born that way, or maybe you're raised that way. I know I kind of am. It's the reason I sometimes still make your lunch, Murphy, and I bring it. And I'm thinking to myself, why am I making his lunch? Like the modern version of me argues with the country girl grown up version. You know, you don't always do that, but yeah, but I mean, that's well, I hear what you're but, saying. You're it, right. Giving feels good, right? Doing something for somebody else actually does feel good. If well, you get the right she mindset. and and if it's the buffet thing, she wants to serve you, help you, but there's not a lot of food stuff for her to do. So that's why the coffee yeah. and the V8 just she went all out for yeah. it. <laughs> I just I, I loved her, but she made a really a solid. Well, let's impression go together on me this and, weekend. We should do that. Well, and Sam, can... the other thing that was amazing is how much of that bacon I was able to get on my plate. Mm, yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> Not room for anything else, huh? <laughs> Murphy's Sam and Jody. Friday favorites. Sam's got Behind the Lyrics coming up next. Yeah, it's a song that Prince gave away, then he took it back, and then he took it all the way to number one. One of my favorite things you do all week, Sam, and then now you're going to do a favorite artist. Win-win. Behind the Lyrics. Behind the Lyrics. Sam's Behind the Lyrics. Today, we're going to tackle Prince. You know, last night was the big tribute concert. Yeah, and Paul. We found out in music news this morning that they're try- his lawyers are trying to sell the Prince Vault catalog for $35 million. bucks. Mm. Uh, so, isn't so. I decided to uh, go after Kiss. 
Now, the, the song like that yesterday came about because okay, there was a band called Maserati, and it was formed by Prince's bass player, and he signed him to his Paisley Park label. And so the, the guy goes up to Prince, he goes, hey, man, we got a new band, we're putting together an album, can you write me a song? Probably not that way. Uh, Hopefully so not that Prince way. Prince <laughs> whipped out this one minute long, 60 second long little blues riff on a cassette recorder, gave it to him and said, here you go. Take this and try it. Yeah. So they take it, they rework it, they turn it into more of a funky song. They come back, they play it for Prince, and he goes, hmm, like what you did. I think I'm going to take that back. So he uh, takes it back from them based on what they did. And they're but, probably just stunned, like, uh, okay. Well, the thing is, he <laughs> recorded his lead vocal over it, but he let them s- still do backup on it and still okay. their instrumentation. He did a, a, a guitar solo on it and all that. Nice. He put it on his album Parade, Went up, wound up going to number one. Mm-hmm. By the way, when it was number one, a song that was number two was also a Prince song. Just another Manic Monday. So he had written Manic Monday uh, for the Bangles. Yes. He loves Susanna Hoffs. Crush on her. Who mm-hmm. doesn't? Gave mm-hmm. her a song, right? You know, there were others that redid or covered Kiss. You know, Tom Jones did it. I know. You don't have to be beautiful. That's a cool and that version. And that being huge, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Movie. Back in the late 80s, yeah. 88. That is a cool version. Like, give it your time sometime. One version, Download though, it. that Prince did not like was one that was released a couple years ago, 2012. Maroon 5 put it out on the deluxe edition of their mm-hmm. Overexposed album. Oh, did they? It's different. It's, you, yeah. it's different. And, and Prince even said he didn't, I mean, he was vocal about it. I don't like the song. You didn't add anything to my version. You didn't build on yeah. it. So please don't cover my music if you're not going to do anything special yeah. with it. Ouch. Wow. Ouch, mm-hmm. Marine 5. Sam's behind the lyrics. All right, guys, coming up next, your Hollywood outsider. And at why Billy Bush is not going to leave the Today Show without a fight when mm-hmm. he plans to do. And we're going to get you ready for SNL Saturday night. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Billy Bush over at the Today Show. Well, he's been suspended at the Today Show because of the tape with him and Donald Trump and that locker room talk. I'm tired of it being called that, but either way, the tape is the reason he is on suspension from the Today Show. And um, he's not going down without a fight, Billy Bush. Well, the word is, I mean, he's suspended, but the word is, you know, behind the scenes, they're trying to just find a way to fire him. Somehow, right. Um, Work him out of there, but... He has hired two high-powered attorneys to mm. fight for his job. One of them, his name is Marshall Grossman. He's the lawyer who represented Aaron Andrews in our peephole case. Mm. So he's no, I guess, stranger to high-profile cases. He's just not going to go quietly. Um, what do you think he wants, that, though? Money? Uh, wants to, another job there? No, I think or? he wants to keep his job because no. he feels like... Well, I, one, of the, one of the statements I read from one of the attorneys, they feel like he has some leverage because... In 2005, when this happened and he was an Access Hollywood host, if he would have said something to Donald Trump, uh, hush, please don't say this, stop, he'd have been fired. You you can't treat a guest a certain way. Usually they say in these situations you go along with, ha, 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 whatever the guest. I hope he doesn't try to portray himself as, I was the, you know, innocent victim victim of, you know, talk. But he is saying... At that time, he he had professional considerations, and he couldn't have stopped it. Okay. And he did never try to hide the tape either. And he's also got his high-powered PR team, too. Yeah, those are the... Put the spin on it. I guess so, but those are the arguments, I guess, that we'll hear come out from these attorneys. So he's fighting for his job. A big fight with NBC. I want to remind everybody, speaking of NBC, coming up tonight, man, they are really bringing it this season Saturday Night Live. I'm sorry, it's the weekend. This Uh, weekend. Jody, it's Friday. Emily Blunt is the host this time, the girl on the train. Mm -hmm. We love her so much. I'm hoping we'll get a Mary Poppins 
you know, mm-hmm. skit also. But musical guest, one of our favorites, Bruno Mars. That is going to be so much fun. That's the new song, 24 Karat Magic. And I would be really surprised if he did not perform that one. Oh, no, he's going to do this one and he'll do one of his classics. Oh, you're right. But which one? That's the big question. Okay, so also, it's such a big season for them. Next weekend... Tom Hanks hosts mm-hmm. with musical guest Lady Gaga. So they are wow. really bringing it this time. Mm-hmm. And probably Alec Baldwin as Donald Trump. Just be ready <laughs> for that. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 8.30, Gwen Stefani brings Blake Shelton along for something he has never done before. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. On the way, just after 8 o'clock, and to teach you a new version of CPR that doesn't involve mouth-to-mouth, but you do have to like the Bee Gees a lot. You can go on to murphysamandjody.com, mm-hmm. download the podcast, and you'll get stuff there that you don't get here or anywhere else on demand. It's after, after the, the show. show. Yeah, after the show stuff. Hey, that's what I call a fun Friday right there. You should yeah, check out our no YouTube kidding. channel, too. Yeah. We also have some really cool stuff on the website this week. Um, dog park etiquette, what humans are doing wrong. It'll blow your mind, like the 10 things. And it'll change the way you handle yourself and your dogs at the dog park. Also, completely unrelated, best snake... Uh, <coughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> best steak marinade of all uh, time for your grill this weekend at murphysamandjody.com or best snake marinade okay huh well, i read a story this week about a new version of a new way to do cpr from the american heart association i did not know it existed it's called hands only yeah and it eliminates mouth to mouth yeah and, and i read about this because it, there was a story that came out of new york city about a, a subway worker who saved another one of his co-workers mm-hmm. lives they had uh hit one of the electric lines and the tracks and so he rushed over to give this hands-only cpr because he had read about it in in the newspaper okay and uh the way it works is no more mouth to mouth nothing else except constantly pump, pumping on the on the heart right, which is hard and, and but there's another side to this is that you have to pump and the song that the american heart association uses is they say you staying alive from the Bee Gees. no pun intended no and the reason what does is that mean? the beat. It's right? got it's a hundred and three beats. Four. Well, it's like double that. Da, 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 da. It's a hundred and three oh, beats per minute. Right. And they said that's what you need to keep a person alive. Or what, what you're trying to do is push the blood from their heart up to the brain to keep yes. until the paramedics or whoever arrives. Yes. It's this part. It's this part of the song. I went and did the class, and it's strictly this part of the song where you can hear it. Okay, fast, Emily. Fast, fast, fast. Da 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 da. Pump, 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 two, pump. three. Yeah. For awesome, and that the pumps the are one hundred percent the most important part, not the breaths, like Sam was saying. So you can do non mouth to keep mouth. that heart moving, and you got to push real hard too. Yes, producer David. I already knew this because I learned it from an episode of The Office. <laughs> Steve yes. Carell taught us that. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, Sam taught me, so thank you. Come on, pump. Yeah, can I provide a small piece of advice here, though? Sure. You know, don't waste the time trying to find the song. No, 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 no. He's actually in You know the song. You hear it in your head. <laughs> you do ha, ha, yeah, ha, ha right. in your head. <laughs> Got it. Coming up, Sam has music news. Well, we're going to stay with the music and tell you about uh, Prince's entire catalog now up for sale. Yeah. But it's probably out of our price range. <laughs> Sam's got music news. Prince's Music Vault, the entire vault is now up for sale. No way. Mm-hmm. 
Wait, 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 wait. What does that mean exactly? Um, the lawyers that are handling the estate, their advisors, say that they're, they don't, and, and this is a weird thing, they don't exactly know everything that's in there yet because it's there's so much they haven't been able to catalog it all yet. Yes. But they, they are shopping it now for as much as $35 million bucks. Oh, oh, oh. Why sell it, though? It, right, it's worth more family. if it remains in the family. Hold on to it, man. Maybe the family's directing him to sell it because they want the money. Don't make this about green. Make it about purple and keep it pure. Now, there's a T-shirt. The thing is, if, if you keep it, the songs still sell. There's yeah. plenty of money coming in. There's you know more I mean? money coming in than if you... That's, that, that's the... Um, Instant gratification versus the investment. Yeah. Right. right? Unless Ugh. there's some like debt or taxes or there could be something like that. You know what I mean? Supposedly, the uh, three big record companies are interested of in course. buying it, obviously. Of course. Uh, also, uh, with Prince, Purple Rain's Deluxe Edition. I don't know what that entails. They're looking at releasing that next year. Excellent. And a Greatest Hits collection sometime before the end of this year. I can sing every song on that Purple Rain album. Every mm-hmm. song. Well, if there weren't time constraints, I'd ask you to do it right now. Ah. Uh, <laughs> also, the Backstreet Boys are a little mad at Dan, uh, Donald Trump right now. Who isn't mad at Donald Trump right now? Well, they're mad because he's using this song, I Want It That Way, at some of his campaign stops. Always this problem. And apparently he's playing it and then playing it again and playing it. It's like repeatedly playing it over and over. And uh, some of the Backstreet Boys, well, they said they can't really do anything about it because if he paid the money to license the song, then he can sure. play it. But they really they don't wish like it. He wouldn't do that because they're right. not Trump. You fans, can ask apparently. all day long, but if he wants to do that mm-hmm. and he's paid for it, he's going to do it. And uh, did you hear <laughs> the news about Bob Dylan winning the uh, Nobel Prize? I did. He well, won. The problem is you couldn't understand his acceptance speech. <laughs> <laughs> he won the Nobel Prize for uh, literature for having, this is what they said, created new poetic expressions within the great American song tradition. And this is the first one for an American since like early 90s Yes, it's or something. like 93, I think it is. He wins almost a million bucks. He'll go to the award ceremony December 10th with all the other Nobel Prize winners. Unreal. Have some great conversations about physics and economics. Right, that <laughs> and, they won't uh, understand. <laughs> yeah, this is great. <laughs> So, anyway, congrats, congrats. To, uh, to Bob Dylan there. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. Coming up, I learned a new trick since I'm going to be taking the foster dogs to obedience training. Mm-hmm. But I learned a new trick between now and then so I can handle them Before and you be get to the training. new whisperer at the house. Hey, you know how I'm going to take one of our foster dogs for obedience training? Yeah. And the training's really for me. And it starts very soon. It's going to be like six weeks, Murphy. But I'm only going to be gone one night a week. Okay? So the training is for you. Hmm. Well, what don't, does that mean? Wouldn't you agree? It's for both oh, it's of us. to learn how to train the dog. They're not training you. <laughs> no, but I... Come here, Jody. Sit. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. You wish. You wish that existed, Murph. No, but um, okay, here's something that you didn't know that happened last night. You were gone. Um, and um, before you got back, I took the dogs for the for a walk. Um, yeah. I took the foster dogs, and they're the ones that need leash training because, man, they were pulling me, and I was pulling back. It was practically mm-hmm. a strength training workout. And then yeah. the, our girls took the, our dogs that work, fi- you know, walk fine on a leash. It's like you guys have the easy work. I'm gonna, Mama's gonna do the hard stuff. And then when the girls went back home, and I still wanted to get some exercise out of these two foster dogs who've right. been in the shelter a long time and all this, and they need to get out. I just decided to run with them. I had my running shoes on. It was beautiful. That's what worked. They were perfect on leash when I ran them. 
And Well, yeah, that's because you picked up to their speed. I know. Right. But what I'm saying is it's already working when I run with them because when I needed them to heal, they did. Mm-hmm. And it burned up their energy quicker. So I had, in other words, trying to walk them slowly at first is pointless. I should just run them first and then work with them. Well, but at some point they're going to need to learn. They can't, you know, it, it, Sam is right. You can't let them lead or they will always lead at some point they've got to learn i know to contain their energy i'm just saying what i'm saying is the trick that i learned is that get some of their energy burned off first right out of the gate and then right. they're more susceptible to what i'm saying to them does that make sense right you know what i'm saying and you, ought to, you ought, probably ought to make sure that those cats in the neighborhood on anywhere around when you start walking too they tend to want to run in that direction you know? yeah oh ha, yeah ha, ha. you'll be running then won't you you know there's like there are cats upstairs at our house now since my mom's living with yeah. us don't and tell the dogs that <laughs> the the little sweet pity ran up the stairs last night accidentally and um how did this little sweet pity get in the house i she thought was they were in, supposed to be outside she was inside for a hot five minutes and um, she went up there, and I was so scared she was going to yeah. get there. But she did not. She did not. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton still going strong. In fact, she took him to do something he's never done before. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Your favorite romance, Sam, you can live vicariously through Blake Shelton, is that he's dating Gwen Stefani. Yep. Uh, they do a lot An of things. An older woman. <laughs> she is older than I he know. is. Um, I like them together. Anyway, um, they've done a duet together. You, go ahead and break you know, remember word is that he sat down with Gavin Rosdale, her ex-husband, and said, look, we're going to be, I'm going to be hanging out with your kids. Okay. You need to get okay. along with me. Right? Yeah. And that's the man up thing to do. I love that he did that. Well, Mm -hmm. she took him just the other day this week, Blake Shelton, to Disneyland in Anaheim, California. With the kids? With the kids. And at one point, you know, he's like holding the two-year-old. So he's really in the family. And um, they were doing a lot of PDA, of course. And he had a button on his shirt that said, uh, well, first trip, Mm -hmm. first visit. So that was his first visit to Disneyland. And then later she took him to her childhood home from Anna in Anaheim, California. Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani still going strong. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider.